for you have been faithful again in bringing us together. Thank you because you kept us every day of this week. We are awakened to a new hope, a new day, a new dawn, and new beginnings. And Father, for this we are grateful. Knowing, O oh God, that faithful are you who have started great and mighty things in our lives. We know that you will complete it to your glory. And so, Father, today once again, endure us with power through your word. That your word will come forth and never return void. Let it accomplish what you have proposed in every life here today. And Father, let us indeed be transformed by the renewing of our minds, even through your word. At the end of it all, let your presence in our lives be our hope of glory. And Father, even by reason of your word today, take us from one realm of glory to another. Thank you because it is done. Blessed be your name, O God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen and amen. amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Kindly wave at two or three people this morning. Tell them it's good to see you. Oh, look at somebody and smile and smile and give that person a new hope this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Choir, thank you so much. Hallelujah. To all our fathers in the house, happy Father's Day. Hallelujah. Happy Father's Day. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hallelujah. May the joys and blessings of our sacrifices meet abound in greater rewards in all our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank God that we are celebrating fathers. Amen who give sacrificially, fathers who protect their families, fathers who seek the well-being of their homes and their children and their wives. And we thank God for fathers in waiting who are gingered and geared up ready to enter into that, this great institution of fatherhood. Hallelujah. When I had my first daughter, I spoke to my wife. I said, it's no longer you and I alone. We are accountable for a life. And then God gave us four more lives after that. Hallelujah. For which we are eternally grateful. Praise the name of the Lord. So I celebrate with all our fathers. Your labor of love will never be in vain. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Today we are talking about rekindled hope. Rekindled hope. Hallelujah. What you see there is a little plant coming out of a third road, a crack on the floor 
of a third road. Amen. I pray for somebody here today that whatever has made you give up, God will arise to give you a new hope, Amen. a new strength, Amen. new victories Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. There's so much happening in the world today, and some have lost hope. I drove to the office the upper week. And in front of one house on the street of my office, I just saw a lot of policemen around. So I got to the office and I said, find out what is happening around. I checked on our platform. I didn't see any immediate thing. So I said, ask, ask my staff, find out what's happening around. Only for me to hear the sad news that a woman had committed suicide just the night before. There is no reason why a human being that is alive should give up. Is somebody listening? There is no reason why a human being that is alive should ever give up. There is no hardship there is no challenge. There is no situation that you cannot overcome. Is somebody listening? No challenge you cannot overcome. Every story of glory has a story of trials and tribulations behind it. But there is a spirit in man that, that kindles hope. There is a spirit in man that makes us recognize that tomorrow will still be better. And so we never give up. One of my sons in this church Say, Pastor, I don't know what to do again. And I said, When you don't know what to do, then it's time for God to do what He knows how to do. Hallelujah. Within the space of two, three years, better job, opening abroad. Today, He has relocated with His whole family. Hallelujah. Blessed beyond measure. The trials of life are not to make you give up. The trials of life are preparations for your glory. Is somebody listening? The trials of life are what? They are preparations by God to give you a greater glory. So we are talking about rekindled hope. What does rekindled mean? It means to revive, to relight, 
when in those days when you put use um, when you use sticks to set up a fire and after a while it begins to go down what do you do it begins to blow against it or use something to fan it so that it can come up again there's a wind of the spirit that continues to give hope When I reflect on my past, I should have given up. When I reflect on the challenges of life I faced, I shouldn't be here today. But the grace and mercy of God kept seeing me through. What is hope? Hope is an expectation or desire that something good, something better, something great is still going to happen. An expectation or desire that something great, something good, something glorious is still going to happen. Some of you need to shake yourself again because you are better than where you are. Some of you need to just gather strength again because there is a greater and a better future ahead. You must begin to see with the mind of God. Abraham was almost giving up. God said, you'll be a father of nations. Abraham said, but there is only this servant in my house. In other words, I'm not seeing it. The challenges are overwhelming. I'm almost clocking. I am, I am older than old. My wife has moved from menopause to menopause pause. Said, all I have is a servant in my house. God took him out and said, let me rekindle hope. He said, Abraham, look at the stars. Abraham looked up. He said, can you count them? Abraham started counting. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. He got tired of counting. And God said to him, so shall your children be. See all the stars. How many children of Abraham are here today? All of us are singing Abraham's blessings. Amen. When he looked up, he saw Shegwamoto Shaw. Hallelujah. I don't know if he saw you. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. There is every possibility. That your tomorrow will be greater than your today. 
I wish somebody who believes that would say, believe in amen. amen. Rekindled hope, therefore, is a revived expectation that something good is going to happen. So if you have given up, smile again. Because something good is about to happen. If they have told you you can't have a child, like Hannah, smile again. Because your child is coming. If they have told you you cannot marry, smile again. Like Rebecca, when she looked ahead of her and she saw a gentleman coming towards her. I pray that every obstacle to rekindled hope in your life will be uprooted today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let's take a scripture to guide us this morning. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Romans chapter 4, I read from verse 17 through to 22. Romans chapter 4, verse 17 through to 22. I'll read the New Living Translation version. This is what the scriptures mean. When God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because, number one, Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life. I'm adding my own to, to strengthen the import of this statement. This happened because, number one, Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life. And number two, Abraham believed in the God who creates new things out of what? Nothing. <laughs> the God who creates what? New things out of nothing. If you think of yourself as nothing today, know that God is already working on you, creating something new. Hallelujah. If you think of yourself as a dead dog, know that God is preparing a table for you. Even in the presence of your enemies. Mephibosheth said, who am I? I'm a dead dog. <laughs> David said to the living, there is hope. Come and sit at the table that has been prepared for you. 
And Methibosheth left Lodiba and sat at the table with the king. He left the place of hopelessness. And he sat with kings. I prophesy to somebody's life today. Whatever level you are today is the least you will ever be. God is releasing grace to take you to higher ground. To take you to your high place. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This happened. (laughs) Because number one. Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life. Ezekiel 37, he said, can these bones live? And the valley that was full of dry bones became an exceedingly great army. You just suffered an excruciating failure. It's not your last bus stop. Let not my enemy rejoice. I will do what? I will rise again. Somebody broke your heart. And you think that is the end. Let not my enemy rejoice. I will do what? I will rise again. Somebody who you expected to say yes said no. That they said no yesterday does not mean they will say no today. I remember the story of the salesman. He went to this office and they told him, we are not patronizing your products. We are not interested in what you have to offer. He said, thank you. And he went back again the next day. And the same man saw him again and said, are you not the one that came yesterday? And I told you we are not interested. Why are you here today again? He said, because that was yesterday. You might have changed your mind between yesterday and today. (laughs) I say to somebody here, never give up. Because what God has in store for you, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. What he's about to do, what he's about to unleash in your favor. And you will see it. And you will enjoy it in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, this whole verse alone, I can spend one whole day on this this particular verse. Verse 18 says, even when there was no reason for hope. (laughs) Can you see that? Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept what? Kept hoping. (laughs) Oh God. Even when everything seemed contrary, 
Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing that he would become the father of nations. For God had said to him, that's how many descendants you will have. Everything around you might seem hopeless. But be like your father Abraham. Against hope, he believed in hope. <laughs> That's what one translation says. Against hope, he believed in hope. Against all odds, hope was rekindled. Even when... Even when, don't, don't, don't worry. Even when there was no reason for hope. When everything seemed terrible about Nigeria. Even when there was no reason for hope. The Bible says, Abraham kept hoping. I don't know what signal the enemy has been sending to your mind that you will not make it. I don't know what inflationary trends is saying to you. What you bought last week, the price has changed by this week. I don't know what landlords are telling you about rent. But I want to say to you today, even when there is no reason to hope, what do you do? Hope again. Hope again. For God had said to him, that's how many descendants you will have. So what you need to do to connect you to new hope is to ask yourself, what is the word of God saying to me? What is God saying concerning this situation? Because there is nothing under the earth that is new. There is no experience that another person has not gone through and God made a way of escape. Abraham kept hoping, believing that he will become the father of nations. For God had said to him, that's how many descendants you will have. Verse 19, and Abraham's faith did not weaken, even though... Even though at about 100 years of age, he figured his body was as good as dead, and so was Sarah's womb. 
Abraham never wavered. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. His faith grew stronger. And in this, he brought glory to God. Verse 21, he was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promised. And because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. Hallelujah. Brethren, it is time to hope again. Abraham never wavered. He looked at himself at age 100. He looked at his wife at age 90. And he hoped again. He said, this child is coming. This child is coming. And Isaac came. I pray for somebody even before the end of this month, God will give you your own Isaac. Your own reason to laugh again. Your own reason to rejoice again. Your own reason to celebrate again. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So what is the word of God saying? That is the final authority. Somebody listening? That medical report is not the final authority. That result sleep is not the final authority. That bank statement is not the final authority. Whatever God has promised concerning your life is about to become your reality. I want us to rise up to our feet and talk to the Lord this morning. Abraham against hope. He believed in hope. Against all odds, he knew God had something better in store. Against hope, he believed in hope. We want to pray. Every spirit of hopelessness be uprooted now. Every spirit of desolation, depression be uprooted now. Let faith arise. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The evidence of things not seen. Ask God, Lord, let faith arise that hopelessness, despondency, depression will disappear. And while we are praying, you are here this morning, you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It is Christ in you that is the hope of your glory. So if you are here this morning, you do not have a relationship with Jesus, wherever you are, please come. I want to pray for you specially.
is a God in heaven that brings dead things back to life. There's a God in heaven that creates something out of nothing. That same God is the one who invites you to come up to the fountain of life. Don't tell me. Anybody else? Anybody else? Please come. Please join me in prayer. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you.